day, my friends. This is Frank Shelton. Hope all is well in your world. Welcome to another edition of the Leadership Podcast. And uh, today I want to talk to you about a subject that maybe some of you haven't really given much attention to. It's called boldness. Boldness. You know, when you're competent, you can become confident. Uh, But I also want to preface this by saying just because you have a big platform doesn't mean you're going to live a big way. And uh, when I mean big, I'm not talking cash and cars and mansions. I'm just talking, sadly, in life. I've met folks with big platforms, and you find out because of their ego, they're actually small people, you know, insecure. Um, You know, we've all had bumps and bruises along the way. But boldness, when you are bold, um, you can be confident, but you don't have to become arrogant. You know, it was said that arrogance is the worst smelling fragrance you know it's a putrid perfume it's a sick smelling cologne but sadly it's probably a billion dollar industry because a lot of people with 7.7 billion on the planet actually think it's attractive but it's repelling you know it stinks to everyone in the room but you if you're wearing arrogance so arrogance is not the fragrance that you're looking for Star Wars, these aren't the droids we're looking for. Well, that ain't the cologne you're looking for as a leader. So I've always thought humility is attractive. Um, It may sound boring, uh, weak, but remember, niceness is not weakness. I've also learned winners are wonderful. It's the wannabes you got to watch out for. You know, I was voted the nicest person in middle school and high school. And, uh, You know, that's an honor, you know, back at the then that, yeah, he's just nice. But, you know, it really was a privilege. And and more than ever, I I still want to be a nice person. But just because you're extremely nice doesn't mean you don't have a backbone. And uh, as a leader, I want to encourage you. um, I've said before, but the greats are gracious. But I want to talk to you specifically about boldness. You know, for me personally, as a leader, I get my strength. I've been blessed to have an amazing parents. Uh, I was raised in an atmosphere of security, stability, and love. Um, We weren't perfect, uh, but we believed in the one who was. And my mom and dad really sacrificed for us. And, uh, you know, that's a luxury that I'll never be able to thank them for. Um, Remember, some of the best things in life aren't things. So back to boldness. I'll give you an example. Only God could pull this off. But um, you've heard in a past podcast, I talked about a friend and I literally got off a bus in the worst part of Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, on a rescue mission. And and we went toe-to-toe with a guy, not with a gun, but with two guns, a semi-automatic and a 9mm, you know. You go toe-to-toe with, and I didn't have a gun, but see, I had God, boldness give you another example. I'm flying uh, again in a week to Nicaragua by myself at the invite of the president of the country. No armor bearer, no security detail, no special assistant, and um, God just told me to go. Remember this, whether we're a leader or preacher or whatever, when you're God's man, you are virtually indestructible until God's done with you. And um, until he calls you home, you know, you're going to be fine. 
And, and so the same folks that just may think, oh, he's just a nice guy. Well, how many of them would show up in a communist country? Well, first of all, President Ortega, uh, his people have been gracious to me. The government has rolled out the red carpet for me. And their people remind me similar to my wife's family from El Salvador. And, you know, sometimes we allow our paranoia or anxiety or misconceptions or the word on the street and, 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 and we're shooting something down before it even got off the ground. So I just want to encourage you, you know, when you're a leader, you're going to have to make tough decisions. I remember Billy Graham used to have the office in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and these so-called experts came and said, Dr. Graham, Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, I think two of the words and your logo, mission, mantra, name is scaring away potential donors and possibly scaring away potential converts. And he said, two names out of Billy Graham Evangelistic Association? They said, yes. And he said, well, I don't mind. You can take out Billy Graham. That showed humility right there. It wasn't about him. And they said, no, sir. The word evangelistic particularly, we think, maybe scaring away potential donors. And Billy Graham pounded his hand on the table. And some said it may have been one of the only times he actually looked mad. He said, no, you can take out my name. Well, you will not take out evangelistic because that's what we started. That's what we called to be. And that's what we're going to continue to be. Well, those so-called experts became novices real fast. I'm sure they didn't get the contract. And when Billy Graham passed away at 99, spoke to more people than anyone in history, preached on 185 countries, and counseled 13 United States presidents, queens, kings, popes, prime ministers, when he died, they're more evangelistic than ever. In fact, when he passed, the last I heard, the donations are up. And you keep the main thing the main thing, you'll accomplish almost everything. So don't get off course. Don't let the train come off the track. And boldness doesn't have to be arrogant, but you're going to have to make tough decisions. But also remember this, you're in the people business and think of others. There's lives behind those people. And it's not just a spreadsheet or statistics or the bottom line. Just remember souls is where it's at. And if you're a leader and you have people under your care, lead them with dignity, with respect, with integrity. And not only show grace, but remember, even off the clock, you as a leader, once you're a public person, you don't always have much of a private life. Part of that's the price that we pay for the position. Um, But just keep pressing on, press into God, and uh, just remember, it is a privilege to be a leader. It may be boring at the top, but the view is second to none. Got some upcoming trips just in the next couple weeks. I've been blessed. I'm going to be in Dover, Delaware. Matter of fact, that's where I'm heading today to lead another Bible study to the legislators. And uh, not only in Dover, I'm going to be uh, in Maryland. Uh, This weekend scheduled to be in Vermont, Pennsylvania, and Tampa, Florida. Then, upcoming events, I'll be stopping Las Vegas, Nevada, Denver, Colorado, and back with my dear friend Danny Daniels in California. 
right outside Saddleback Church. He used to be on staff with Rick Warren. And matter of fact, he was best man at Rick Warren's wedding. And Danny has booked me for three revivals in the past. And he discipled Rick Warren. And it's humbling that this guy is booking me to preach his church revival. So he's a dear friend. And uh, I love the West Coast. But anyways, also continue to pray. There's a lot of turmoil going on around the world. Iraq uh, to India to Iran. We got problems with fires that had been recently in Australia. Puerto Rico was upside down. And uh, just a lot of tension, a lot of chaos. And with the upcoming election. Um, we're going to be making trips back again to Israel, and I've been booked in Rome, Italy this year. So if any of you guys would ever make a trip, just uh, feel free to shoot a tweet to us at Twitter, at Frank Shelton Jr., at Frank Shelton Jr., or um, feel free to share this podcast, subscribe, and uh, also you can contact our office and Sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N, at frankshelton.com. Remember, frankshelton.com is our faith events. Frankshelton.org is our corporate public school events. But I treasure you guys. Thank you for loaning me your ear. As always, I'm going to give you my heart. We're not always on your face, but we're on your side. And uh, we're a friend, and we're a mentor, and we're a cheerleader. Keep going, because you've come too far to quit. In closing, I'm hoping to bring Major League Baseball All-Star Daryl Strawberry to my hometown. I just had the privilege to attend a prayer breakfast, and he invited me to be his guest in Ocean City, Maryland. And Daryl literally knocked the ball out of the park, got strung up in drugs, cocaine, went to prison, and now set free. He's on the White House Task Force for Overcoming Opioid Addiction. And uh, we're hoping to do a few projects together. Great guy. And uh, man, man of integrity, man of faith. And that brother's a leader. I'm Frank Shelton. See you next week on another leadership podcast. We can go with God.